Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In Project Stallion, more than 500 vehicles like these have been recovered as part of the investigation. Toronto Police have also charged 119 people and laid 314 charges. Ah, Toronto Police, new police chief, Chief Simcoe. Uh, I've gone to a lot of show-and-tells before, and that one was pretty impressive yesterday. It was uh, lined with stolen vehicles, all high-end, all laid out for uh, everyone to see with this uh, Project Stallion. That's a, that's a pretty good name. They do these big projects. <laughs> what do you want to call this one? Well, I guess when you've got uh, that much uh, money coming in, you know, well, call it uh, Project Stallion. This one's got a lot of girth. Nonetheless, uh, it started in November and mainly focused around the area of Etobicoke in 22 and 23 division. But these are cars, as you know, all destined for overseas. And so while this ring gets shut down, uh, yeah, safe to assume there are many more ready to take its place. Because we have this international reputation that it's easy to get stuff in and out of the country. Everyone knows fentanyl is pouring into the country. Everyone knows stolen cars are going in and out, well, they're going out of the country to international markets. Everyone knows you can get guns into the the country. We are just very soft on this. So how do you stop it? Well, uh, the cops can't do it on their own. Let me bring in David Adams, president and CEO of Global Automakers of Canada. Good to have you, Dave. Thanks very much for having me. Appreciate it. It's a great investigation. They did a solid job, the police. But, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, well, how are they ever going to stop it if you don't address the root uh, problem here? Well, and that's it. And, you know, credit where credit is due. The the police have been doing a great job, not only in Toronto, but also in Peel and York region and uh, also their their counterpart uh, forces in uh, the province of Quebec as well, which tends to be where, um, you know, the exponential uh, growth of uh, auto theft has occurred over the last couple of years or so. But, um, yeah, I mean, what we really need is a a coordinated effort amongst uh, amongst the industry, amongst the you know, the insurance uh, bureaus, uh, uh, amongst police forces, and and frankly, we need some uh, some federal leadership on on this issue to uh, to try and mitigate the uh, you know the the issue of uh, vehicles, as you mentioned at the outset, leaving mm-hmm. the country and uh, you know in significant volumes and uh, generating significant uh, profit um, overseas, which tends to leave lead to the other things that you mentioned, uh, yeah. you know, things that we don't want, you know, guns and drugs coming back into the country. Yeah, and this is not a new problem. It's been building for a while, and it's not just one government. that. I mean, when it comes to cutting out of the budget, it's like, well, just get rid of the border security stuff, and then no one will notice. And then you notice it when, of course, all of a sudden your borders are broken, uh, which they have been for a while. So there's plenty of blame to go around on the file. Mm-hmm. Having said that, we know and everyone knows, including all the politicians, where the breakpoints are within, you know, where the problem areas are. And they just aren't committing the money. And it's very frustrating because the police can do whatever they're going to do, but they're not going to be able to stop this. Um, and, and they're happening at such a, a fast rate because these um, groups are clearly very, very organized and they've got the technology to do it. 
Um, but but we need the resources at the border. Do you do you hear from border security? Like, is it just impossible to stop? Um, you know, can they not like go and park out there and, and know what's in those containers? Well, I think that's part of the problem, right? Is that um, and you know we've had conversations with the Port of Montreal and with the CBSA, and the CBSA I think is is uh, you know. Uh, fairly clear and in, in intimating that, you know, they, they can only do what they can do with the budget that they have. So right. clearly there, there's more budget that could be applied there. But, you know, even the Port of Montreal, like, uh, you know, they, they have to, in fairness to them, they have to balance, you know, running, a, you know, a, an efficient port while at the same time trying to uh, ensure that, um, you know, uh, nefarious goods aren't either coming into the country or, um, you know, stolen vehicles or other products leaving the country. But, you know, frankly, a better not- job needs to be done by, by all parties here. And there needs to be better coordination, as I mentioned at the outset, between uh, yeah. the industry, the authorities, uh, the government, uh, the port, um, you know, you name it. So, you know, I think uh, what our organization has been calling for is basically a national uh, summit on auto theft to um, basically make it a priority and, and get to addressing some of the, the root causes and, uh, and, and challenges around the issue. It's unfortunate that we have to keep, you know, having to organize these summits for things that we know are happening. I mean, we saw all the premiers come together of late demanding overhaul of bail reforms, which seem to be the only way to get the government's attention. And maybe it's uh, the insurance companies, the auto sector and, and, and premiers coming together to say, look, we cannot allow um, cars to be stolen every five minutes because there's a huge damage to this. And ultimately, it's going to you know, people are going to get killed because, you know, they're caught in their vehicle trying to get stolen or, um, you know, it's just going to continue to decline or people will get hiked up insurance uh, costs. But really, there needs to be more proactive action rather than reactive. Or maybe, I don't know, for the interim, uh, Dave, you go back to the old fashioned stuff like the club or an alarm system, because clearly the new technology is great, but it's easily exploited. Well, and I think you raise a good point there, and and that's why, frankly, a number of our members are are quite concerned about this, is because I think the finger gets pointed uh, at the automakers, basically saying, well, if you make your uh, vehicles, uh, you know, more difficult to steal, then the problem will be solved. But you know, the reality is is that we have um, volumes of theft in Canada that are equivalent, in some cases, to uh, the levels of theft in the United States, and their market is ten times our size. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in Canada, we've actually, we mandated in 2009 the, the use of a vehicle immobilizer to prevent vehicle theft, and that, that was not mandated in the United States. So it's, from our perspective, it's clearly not a technology problem. It's uh, it's a problem of, um, you know, uh, uh, low-risk, high-payoff uh, situation for vehicle theft. It's it's organized crime. It's... Um, mm-hmm. it's uh, it is funding, um, you know, as you mentioned at the outset, uh, terrorist activities overseas that then come back to uh, to impact Canada in other ways, whether it's um, it's guns or drugs, which we have set up task forces for because mm-hmm. we believe it's important to uh, to interdict uh, you know that activity. Um, so why don't we look at the other end and try and interdict the activity that is uh, is leaving the country and, and funding this uh, these uh, opportunities overseas? 
Yeah, because, you know, a lot of those arrested in this latest are uh, teens, and, and teens are very easily exploited, and we know that the gang members will recruit younger people because they're very disposable. It's like, let them do the dirty work, and then they go to jail, and then we'll just get a whole bunch of new teens to go out and do our, our jobs. Um, if we don't do anything, Dave, we're, I mean, this has kind of exploded in the last couple of years, but it didn't mm -hmm. happen overnight. So if we don't do anything in, in you know, in, 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 I don't know, soon, I'd like to think. If we don't do anything, where do you see this going? Well, where I, I see it going is, is kind of where it's, it started to go already. And too often, I think uh, vehicle theft has kind of been, uh, you know, looked at or treated as something, you know, less serious, sort of a victimless crime because, oh, well, the vehicle mm -hmm. insured, so sort of who cares. And, you know, from uh, from the perspective of what's happening now, we're seeing, you know, and you talked about Etobicoke at the outset as well. And that was where, um, you know, Mitch Marner had his Range Rover uh, taken yeah. from him in a, in a carjacking. So I think we see the greater likelihood of, uh, you know, not victimless crimes anymore, but victims actually being involved in increased carjackings, increased uh, home invasions and uh you know there was a report just earlier this week that um you know one of the uh uh sort of the shootouts in the Brampton area in an Airbnb was two rival gangs uh that were in, in the the GTA area to basically steal vehicles so it's only a matter of time from our perspective yeah. before this escalates and gets really out of hand so Collectively, we need to do something about it now, and that's what we're encouraging, uh, you know, the, the federal government to do is to um, like recognize that we've got a problem here. We've got international obligations to uh, to not uh, be funding and party to funding terrorist activities, and we've got an international reputation to maintain as well. Yeah, well, our national, our international reputation is is not what people think. Uh, we are known now uh, for being really soft on this, and and yeah, you're right. We will see turf wars and all the rest of it. Having said that, uh, are you suggesting to people now because uh, are, are are we seeing an upsell on things like the club, or is there like technology people are turning to just to kind of get through this? Well, I think um, what we're in the process of doing is trying to put together um, a bit of a, a consumer awareness piece in terms of things that consumers can do to ensure that, um, you know, they, they take the utmost precaution to ensure that their vehicle is not stolen. Um, but I don't have any line of sight particularly in terms of, um, you know, whether there's an increase in alarm systems or, or club sales or anything like that. But, I mean... There are simple things that uh, that consumers can do, as you say, like uh, putting a club in their vehicle or parking their vehicle in the garage or, you know, if they, they know that their vehicle might be on, on the list of the most stolen vehicles, maybe put another vehicle parked sideways behind it in the driveway, those types of things. Just anything to really make it um, more difficult for thieves to uh, to steal the vehicle. Yeah, there you go. Well, my, my, no one wants minis, so they won't be taking mine. They'll take my, my hubbies. All right. Well, let us know, Dave. I'd be very uh, interested in hearing about that because, uh, you know, a couple of people in our street have been uh, had their cars taken. So it's not like it's uh, it's hitting everywhere. So I, I would uh, be very happy to uh, continue talking about it. Well, let's do a follow-up at some point. 100%. All right, Dave. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you. That's uh, David Adams. He is with the Global Automakers of Canada. And so, yeah, it's almost like just go back to the basics. I'd go to lasers if I could. I would just shoot people with lasers. Get away from my car. Laser, burn you. Whatever. You want to steal my car? Uh, yeah, there'll be consequences.
But it is a very big issue. And, and again, it, it, the government and, and my listeners saying uh, port police in 1997, the federal government disbanded the port police in 1997. It was the old, oldest police force in Canada. And uh, points out that's when the gangs and the bikers moved in. So, yeah, I, I would be all about shoring up the, uh, the borders and bringing that kind of stuff back. And, um, you know, it's not just the cars. It's the fentanyl. It's the guns. But we have to get serious about this. We do. Because we are clearly being exploited. We've seen human smuggling. So let's just do it. All right? Or go up and buy the club.